Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this Tuesday, the ninth day in January of 2023. I'm your host, Michael Kimmett, bringing you four of the most crucial current events in cyber and technology that you need to make it through your Tuesday. We're going to start with a company called Ultra Intelligence and Communications. It's a bit pompous, but... Ultra Intelligence and Communications is a U.S.-based Department of Defense contracting firm that provides cryptographic and other cybersecurity-related services to a number of three-letter agencies like the FBI and others. And they're in the news because they experience, despite providing cybersecurity, a cybersecurity breach. The notorious ransomware group known as Black Cat or ALF-V breached ultra-intelligence and communications, and stole tens of gigabytes worth of data, which is interesting because that data included connections to the Swiss Air Force, where ultra-intelligence and communications had a $5 million contract to provide services. Now, it's unclear what other data may have been stolen at this point. Again, tens of gigabytes worth of data were harvested, Black Cat is seeking to pressure Ultra Intelligence and Communications into paying by leaking these kinds of documents on their data leak site on the dark web. So if Ultra Intelligence and Communications cannot negotiate, expect to see more details about a U.S. defense contractor working with the Swiss government and how segregating details and very sensitive operational elements from the United States services and foreign entities may need to be reviewed more heavily so that when Black Cat impacts one company, they're not getting the keys to all the respective castles. We're going to move from spy work to mechanic work. There's a company known as Bosch that provides these giant pneumatic torque wrenches. Wrenches with software that allow huge factories to use robots to tighten bolts and nuts to very precise measurements, ensuring, among other things, road safety by not over-tightening or under-tightening. So when you're driving your BMW or your Audi, these Bosch wrenches ensure that you can drive that 80 miles an hour safely. Well, a cybersecurity firm known as Nozomi Networks is saying that, unfortunately, a line of Bosch pneumatic torque wrenches is flawed. And if this flaw is exploited, criminals can, without being detected, hijack the process of the tightening programs, meaning that they can cause these robots that use these torque wrenches to either over or under tighten nuts, which could result in a catastrophic failure. Imagine if a month from now there are tens of thousands of automobile accidents because cars are falling apart in a critical fashion. That's what we want to avoid. So, Nozomi Networks is working with Bosch, the parent company known as Bosch Rexroth, and they are going to release a patch at the end of this month, January 2024. So if you are a manufacturing company or use a programmable Bosch pneumatic torque wrench, you need to look out for updates because if you don't update, criminals could either maliciously or because they're just tinkering around and trying to figure it out, impact your ability to tighten your nuts. What's nuts is that criminals would want to potentially harm animals. And unfortunately, the Toronto Zoo 
is experiencing just such criminals. A cyber attack of unknown origin and type is impacting the Toronto Zoo. The Toronto Zoo said last night on the 8th, Monday night, that they were responding to what they believed to be a ransomware attack that they detected all the way on the 5th of January. Now, what's interesting here is that no animal care has been impacted. All the animals can be cared for. All the systems used are operational. Uh, the zoo also went uh, out and said that they use a third-party processor, so they don't actually house or keep any credit card data for members. But they are investigating what data may have been stolen during this attack, which, from the language used by the employees of the zoo, could pertain to donors and guest information, such as address, how many times you visited the zoo, etc. So it looks to be administrative data. Doesn't look to be animal care impactful at this time, but what you need to know is that criminals don't care whether it's animals or donors or hospitals. If they believe someone will pay them, they will attack that target, and in this case, that's the Toronto Zoo. Finishing out today is going to be the United States National Institute of Standards and Technology, known as NIST. NIST sets guidelines for a variety of cybersecurity elements, and just months after 18 countries released guidelines for the development of secure artificial or AI systems, NIST is saying that we need to pay very close attention to specific security challenges as organizations, companies, individuals rapidly adopt artificial intelligence systems. There is a great report by NIST that outlines several of these key flaws that they point out, which highlight a specifically bad modeling data, where data to train a model can be corrupt or bad. And it doesn't have to be uh, overtly bad, something super malicious. It can be very covert, very precise language that can be used to manipulate the outcomes of what you would expect an AI system to learn. If you give it bad data on sales and then you ask it to project sales, you will get bad projections, for example. And so NIST is saying that despite the fact that many countries, including the UK and the United States, are releasing guidelines for, again, secure artificial systems, that it is, quote, a joke to believe that these systems are at present secure and without flaw. So as you incorporate artificial intelligence it is incredibly powerful, cutting hours of time off of many different tasks. Just know the technology behind it could be flawed, and don't make artificial intelligence your final one source of truth. Always multiple source, always check why the data you're getting is the way it is, so that you don't end up in a trap of using artificial intelligence that was subject to a variety of different flaws. That'll do it for me today. Thank you all so very much. Have a fantastic and outstanding Tuesday. It's going to be a great one, so stay safe, stay strong, stay healthy. We'll see you tomorrow. Michael Kimmett signing off. Ciao. Welcome back, listeners. Today's tip of the cap goes to the United States Junior World Hockey Team. 
They defeated Sweden to bring home the gold, proudly singing their national anthem as they brought home the sixth gold medal in this category for the United States. So to you, U.S. Junior World Hockey Team, a sincere tip of the cap for your outstanding performance, dedication to hockey, and good spirit. And please keep on hockeying.